This is Fire Rescue One Side Alpha Podcast, putting fire service leaders in front of hot topics facing firefighters today. Now here's the executive editor of FireRescueOne.com and FireChief.com, Chief Mark Bashore. We're joined today uh, by Fire Chief Joanne Run from the Baltimore County, Maryland Fire Department. Joanne, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Absolutely. We, we uh, appreciate your time. I know that it has been um, a uh, probably a difficult and a blessed time as you uh, were appointed chief uh, July 1st of 2019 um, of one of the larger combination fire departments uh, in the nation. Uh, so I appreciate you taking the time and wanted to hear just a f- for a few minutes uh, what uh, steps you've been taking to analyze the department, to get to know the department. I, I should say before we start that that uh, Joanne uh, held various ranks in the Howard County, Maryland Fire Department for 32 years prior to joining uh, the Baltimore County Department. So she's not a stranger to the area or, or to the fire service in general. Uh, so, Joanne, we want to hear a little bit about what steps you've been taking to get to know the folks better in Baltimore County and, and kind of determine what your next steps are with the department. Absolutely. Um, I have actually uh, taken it upon myself to make sure that I meet with everyone from the highest rank, uh, so our assistant chief level, all the way down to the fire recruits when they first come in. Um, And my vision of that is to make sure that I get a temperature of the department all the way from the highest level to the lowest level um, to actually try to figure out what the challenges are moving forward so that when we do start working on projects, I know what the temperature of the department is. And what I mean by that is, you know, do they feel like they're heard? Do they feel like they get to participate in in, uh, department functions and changes and movement and such? Because I think that's paramount when you're moving a department um, in a different direction than maybe they were before. Uh, So my next steps are after I finish with all these meetings, which I hope to finish them up before January, um, I'm going to actually produce a, a list of top 10 for the entire department so that they can sh- see all of the items that they brought to my attention that they feel needs to be worked on. Um, and then I'm going to afford them a committee opportunity to actually work on those challenges um, moving forward. In addition to that, we'll uh, hopefully be bringing in a third-party analysis company. Um, it's been approved to move forward with putting out for a bid for a third-party analysis company to come in and look at the department to see how it rates across the nation um, with regards to size and functionality um, to, you know, see if there's any challenges that we have there as well. Um, My goal is to get a snapshot of where the department is now to figure out what our short, medium, and long-term goals um, can be for moving the department um, into, you know, the next generation, if you will, of what's going to happen in in fire departments across the nation. It's very important to make sure that we account for that as we're moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I appreciate the the effort that it takes to include all levels of the department. Uh, You know, you took over uh, from a, uh, at a a time when the leadership that had been there prior had been there quite a while, and that is uh, actually fairly unusual in metro-sized departments. Uh, The average time for a metro chief is about three years, and I believe the chief that had been there before had been uh, longer than seven, eight, nine years, something on that line. And, they had been there, yeah. they were tenured. So, you know, when you have a staff that is um, ingrained in those 
years of this is the way things are or this is the way things go, it, it's a difficult uh, uh, road to hoe to get those uh, get those attitudes changed to change that direction of that ship if it needs to be changed and uh, you know to get things heading in the direction that makes sense for you as the leader and uh, I applaud you for getting out and meeting all levels of the department very important for that inclusiveness uh, that um, all those levels get that opportunity and you know the strategic planning that you talked about the, the short mid and long term goals uh, really really important that that's identified whether it's a third party as you indicated may come in and, and look at how the department is or if it's an internal planning process however it's done having those goals uh, is is critical so I'll be looking forward to following up with you once you've had a chance to vet that through your committee and and see where the department's headed with uh, with those goals let's uh, for a minute talk about running a combination department now, granted, you just came into that in July of 2019. Uh, as far as the boss of that, you did come from a system just to the uh, south. It's somewhat similar. I think there's a smaller volunteer contingent there, but uh, you did come from a system that was a combination system. But what can you talk about? Or what can you tell me about running a combination system? What challenges have you been met with, either that you expected or you didn't expect, and how are you moving forward with that? Running a combination department, um, when I was in Howard County, of course, at the assistant chief level, which over there is about three from the top, you really don't identify or even realize the challenges um, at the fire chief level. So that has been a big eye-opener um, for me coming from Howard. Because although I worked very uh, closely with the volunteer and the career folks over there, um, I really had no idea the level of challenges that a fire chief was presented with until I actually stepped into this role. And although they are challenges, um, I look at them as opportunities as well. I have a really good volunteer and career um, contingency over there in Baltimore County with regards to uh, the union and the volunteers seem to be on the same page with regards of um, taking care of their personnel and making sure that they have the same and good um, resources, et cetera, which they have really lacked pretty seriously in that aspect um, over the years, just with budget cuts and such. So um, what's been interesting is learning the dynamics between the two groups and the differences, but as well as the similarities. Uh, and one of the things that I have um, pretty much charged everyone with from the very beginning is as we move forward as a department to actually have things change and work through um, changes that are going to need to be made that both the career and the volunteers are on the same page and um, and that if we aren't that we try to work through those challenges together. Um, yeah, it's, but it's definitely a challenge. I, I know from my time in Prince George's County uh, what you're not only what you're going through now but certainly what you're likely to go through and uh, the you know the great thing about uh, the metro chiefs system is there, there's a lot of peer chiefs out there that you're able to reach out to that uh, have if not experienced exactly what you're experiencing they've experienced something similar uh, and I'm sure that uh, as you uh, become part of that system and become part of uh, the metro chiefs system and uh, you branch out more. There'll be a lot of folks out there to help you uh, navigate those those issues. 
about the union, uh, dealing with the union and the volunteers together? Have there been any uh, specific challenges, other than budget, any specific challenges that uh, have been a uh, stumbling block for you, or have you been able to navigate that? Uh, so far, we've been able to navigate. We are coming into some challenges right now. Uh, the budget that was needed for the volunteer level um, was not approved to the level that they needed it last year. So we're going to have to move forward in a different way and trying to assure that we can, um, you know, support that budget need for them. In addition to that, uh, there were some negotiable items after the budget was approved last year. Um, that the county exec felt was very important for the union, um, such as gear washers and a second second set of turnout gear, um, things like that. So um, we're working through that with the budget office. They're very, very receptive to how can we make this happen? Where can we find funding to actually be able to fulfill these requests and these obligations that were established um, after the budget was approved, but yet before I, I had actually gotten there. So I'm looking forward to working through that with the budget office to see exactly how that's going to work out. Um, but uh, it's, it's been interesting. It's been challenging. Um, I do have quite a few friends at the Metro chief level that I, that I reach out to regularly to, uh, you know, ask questions. Hey, how did you navigate this? Um, what are your thoughts on this? Because um, I think it's very important at the chief level that we do work with each other and, um, and support each other in that aspect because what you're coming across someone across the nation may have come across you know last year or or whatever so um i am not afraid to utilize those resources either and the two assistant chiefs that i have over there in baltimore county are they're very supportive and they're very focused on moving the department forward as well um so they're helping me navigate those uh um you know those hurdles if you will also Absolutely. Yeah, no, and it's uh, definitely a challenge. So uh, I look forward, like I said, I look forward to following you through uh, that navigation and uh, seeing where seeing where it takes you. you no, know, I know I've followed your career for quite some time, and uh, you know, of course, among other folks. And one of the stark uh, things that I've seen of late in the fire service is the increasing number of female chiefs. Uh, for a long, long time, uh, there were very few female chiefs, uh, one or two here or there. Uh, but we have, in the last year or two, 2018, 2019, we've really begun to see um, uh, female chiefs uh, take hold in the service and I think uh, gain uh, credibility and, uh, you know, essentially take the, the place that they should be. Let's talk a little bit about women in the fire service and what are the challenges you've been able to rise to? Uh, what are the opportunities you see in front of you? And, you know, how can you help uh, that next person coming up, whether it be a female or not, but how do you help that next female person specifically who's looking for a way to break that ceiling? What, what advice can you give them? What uh, opportunities do you have out there to, to, to throw towards people? Well, I think the challenge is, um, I always try to take, I'm a, I'm a uh, optimist versus a pessimist, so I always have to take a look at um, a challenge that's before me and figure out how I can find the positive out of the negative or how we can overcome it. And I really truly think that um, everyone, no matter who they are, 
um, male, female, um, when they're coming up through the ranks, they all have different um, attributes that they bring to the table with regards to, um, you know, how they manage and how they lead. What's important to me is that um, us as leaders provide that avenue and provide that mentorship and that succession planning as we're moving through these obstacles, we're also educating the up-and-coming officers of that same, um, those obstacles and how they can overcome them and make them aware and bring them along. Um, I use a perfect example of when I was in Howard County, uh, I actually had a lieutenant position in my bureau and I reached down and I, and I brought on a firefighter because of basically what he brought to the table um, and not necessarily, you know, that he was a firefighter. I thought he could do the job. I thought it was perfect for, he had the focus and the drive for what was needed for that task. So, um, what I've been doing for years is I try to get to know the rookies at the very, very bottom level of the department as they're coming in brand new, they all bring something to the table. And I try to make sure that we capitalize on that. Because if you invest in your people, then your people are obviously going to work harder for the department and work for the department to make it shine. Um, so I have this thing about hierarchy of needs, et cetera, that we work on. But um, when it comes to women in the department, there are, there are times when you have harder, um, a harder time you know, getting through and actually um, being accepted. Um, I remember when I was an officer on a truck, the very first female officer on a truck, and um, that was very challenging for me. I had quite a few guys that were that were bucking up against me and, you know, trying to uh, discredit me and trying to say that I was not, you know, I basically didn't know what I was doing, and I just fought right back at them. And if you feel you can do it, you can do it, and you just have to keep your mind set straight and do your job and focus on, you know the best thing for you and work hard as a team member um, and eventually you'll overcome those those uh, hurdles. Um, Absolutely and I you know I I talk about service a lot our mission we all talk about service our mission is, is service and Grandma Jones who I refer to as everybody Grandma Jones could care less whether you're a male or female whether you're black or white or of any other descent or demographic what what you just said is you know if you can um, if you believe you can do it you can do it. What Grandma Jones know needs to know is that whoever's coming can do the job, and it's going to be able to deliver on the mission. And um, you know I appreciate how how difficult that's been over the years for a lot of uh, the women that I've worked with that uh, have struggled to get where they feel like they could be. And I think uh, you're fortunate to be in an era that is beginning to experience that uh, being where they should be as opposed to being where someone else thinks they ought to be. Um, so what what else is going on in Baltimore County? What other uh, programs, innovative programs you have going on that our listeners would want to hear about? Um, I, you know, really right now we're getting through um, me doing the evaluation of the department. I, like I said, I have gone out to um, every fire station and and we're taking those top 10 items. Um, you know, there's some, some things that Baltimore County has not, um, not really ever done before. They have not, um, they've not been deeply involved with the National Fallen Firefighters or 
um, the International Association of Fire Chiefs, so I'm trying to broaden their horizons in those aspects and get us involved. Um, we're actually involved in a bullying study right now. Um, so I'm trying to broaden the horizons for them a little bit more so than what they've had before. Um, they have, have kind of been, it's interesting, when I knew Baltimore County when I first came into Howard County, they were the big brother next door and everyone kind of looked up to them. And then I, um, well, I've told this to my officers since I've gotten over there, it's almost as if someone put a blanket over the department and it just kind of went quiet. Uh, and I told them my goal and my focus is to, to take that blanket off of them and, um, you know, allow them to grow and flourish and become the department that I know, you know, I know that we are. That's uh, good stuff there. It, it is uh, certainly a challenge that any chief would, uh, would feel the weight on their shoulders. I'm, I'm sure knowing you, Joanne, that uh, you feel that weight. I know we've spoken a, a couple times about different things going on, but I'm also sure that you're going to be able to rise to that occasion and and get the job done. So Thank I appreciate you. you joining us today. Uh, we've been talking with Joanne Run, the fire chief of the Baltimore County, Maryland Fire Department, just appointed in July of 2019, but well on her way to uh, completing a listening session where she'll be uh, finishing up all the different segments of the department. Joanne, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate you taking your time. Thank you, Mark. I'm honored for this opportunity.